Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Earners, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app, and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content. Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no ads, no data selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30 day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N a-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. The time has come, ladies and gentlemen. InvestFest, that's right. That's right. InvestFest 2023 is here. August 25th, 26th, and 27th in Atlanta, Georgia. We are taking it to a new level. Bigger than ever, this year we're going to do 20,000 people 
in Atlanta, Georgia. I want you to do yourself a favor. Head over to investfest.com right now. We will have activations from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Three days, musical performances, billionaires. Everything is going to be a completely life-changing experience. Vendor Marketplace, Food Truck Village, you know how we do. Don't wait, don't hesitate, head over now. One of the things that I realize about any form of entertainment or anything that you do when you're in front of people, it's a certain level of natural ability that comes with that. But when people see that the things that it takes them, I'm talking about weeks and months to practice and try and you can just show up out the get out the car yawning. Oh, what we doing? I right, boom. Mm. Those people immediately say, oh, well, we can't judge them by the same parameters because fuck that. You know, what I mean, it was too easy for them. So now we got to move the goalposts over here. Yeah. Everybody else is great if they get this accomplished. But since you accomplished it so easy, you got to jump over six hurdles now. <laughs> nigga. We're it- humble enough to know that we could be replaced. Hmm. But we wise enough to know that can't nobody fuck with us. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. All right, guys, look, welcome back, EYL. This is a family edition. We got yes. 85 South. Yeah. We got the whole team. Yeah. This is the first time. Yeah. We're going to clap it up here. I'm going to clap it up. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Job, man. We've had, so we had Los and Chad yes. on an episode. Yep. We had Chico on an episode. Mm-hmm. Then we did 85 South three Four, times, actually. Three times. One time got lost. We, yeah, 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 yeah. Lost, lost foul. Damn, man, we just showing, we just uh, saying that type of shit on him. <laughs> I told you them niggas. Or so they say. Uh, but this the first time DC has been. This is true. Yeah, y'all in New York in the in the hood. <laughs> can I tell them what y'all like? street. It's something. It's a lot of Asians outside. <laughs> a lot of bags outside. A lot of bags outside. I had to tell them all the bags. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> a lot of J's outside. Um, but first and foremost, congratulations, man. Y'all killing the game right now. Thank you. Y'all killing the game. Y'all killing the game, man. Yeah, man. And it's crazy. We sit back and we peep little little bits and pieces. You know, we be sending video clips to each other and all that, man. We real proud of y'all because we see how far y'all have come since Thanks. y'all look you know, stepped into all. the media Thanks. game all the way Appreciate just it. outside of the media when, when man, all the y'all things had y'all was doing the assets over liability shirts and that was the <laughs> only piece of merch <laughs> now we did it's different now you know what I mean I but we love to see it though yeah, that's why we say it's a family affair like yeah. we watch y'all even from a standpoint of, we, we spoke about how Chad has helped us with some of the business, even from the entertainment side with having uh, Amy as our lawyer. That was from y'all. The Charlemagne relationship came through y'all. So this really is family. And yeah, we only had one piece of merch, but we watched y'all grow with the merch. Yeah, yeah. all the way. That's, That's what I'm saying. Let's And it's always been an open door with y'all too. Most definitely. Anytime it was like, yo, we're in Atlanta. Can we come through? Of course. Come through. Even if it didn't matter what was happening on the schedule. So, Family affair, we appreciate y'all. Y'all gotta come check out the new spot. We we was, we was there. We was there. We shot. Um, we did. Um, four months. Four months. Oh, you know what I'm saying? In the yeah. building, man. Yeah, God yeah, damn. Yeah, y'all yeah. ain't come around the back and shoot. Nah, nah, we got. Nah, we got. We got. That's, that's a that. fact. Sure, that's a fact. Sure, for sure. Yeah, for most sure. definitely. And bring like two bottles of Ace of Spades. We're gonna wear suits. Got you. Big. You feel me? Got you. Black tie. Yeah. Black tie affair. Most definitely. So let's get into this, man. Um. Once again, congratulations. I want to start with this Netflix special because this is something that's a big deal. I don't want yes, 
people to take it for granted. 19 keys, you said 19 keys. He brought up a very important point where he was like, sometimes when you just do things exceptional, it diminishes it. And our culture has a way of minimizing things. Right. Like people somebody would go to the moon and they'd be like, all right, uh, like, you know what I'm saying? What's the Lakers? Why they up there? Man, 19 Keys got to come back. I did an episode with 19 Keys, bro. They was on my ass. For real? Yes. You gave him a hard time. I always be objective. Like, well, what if a nigga don't know? What if you talking to an ignorant nigga who going to say this? What you going to say in retort? They didn't watch enough of it to get to the end. Smoke I was like, I was just fucking with you because I know you know your shit. Right. Like, Fuck Carlo. Had the conscious community going on. Supposed to sit there and be community. quiet. Right. That's crazy. No, they know you. They just, not like that. I know that he is well versed in his his field. So I was just being an objective. Like if we was outside and you was talking to a nigga who didn't have the capacity like I do. Right. How would you talk to this nigga? Right. And he and then that like made the conversation like broader. Right. But the ignorance. Come on, man. You know motherfuckers are ignorant. <laughs> motherfuckers stupid. are so ignorant. But them people ain't got the conscious mind. It is. That's so, a fact. It is. So how did this come about? Because we watched y'all grow from beginning to now, but this is a really big deal. So how did this, this Netflix special come about? You know what? <laughs> the best, I mean, we've, we sat around and we thought about it. We were trying to kick it. How did it come about? We didn't find them. He found us. Mm. So it's like, you know, we we do a lot of live shows and a lot of tours and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all on the road doing comedy. So somebody over there at Netflix picked up on one of those shows and saw the numbers and what we were doing. Because we have live shows that have hit 20, 15, 30 million views, you know, just on one, one live show. So they saw the numbers and they saw the movement that we had going on. So they reached out through some people. Kicked it back and forth for a little bit, trying to make sure the business was right, making sure it was the right look, make sure we had the right amount of creative control, make sure we had the right amount of, you know, executive input. So we kicked it back and forth with them for a while. And then once we got to some terms that, you know, that we could agree on, we felt like the brand had grown enough where it was time to take it to an even bigger platform. So, the, I mean, Netflix, I mean, number one. Again, congratulations for that. Thank but you. Appreciate you said it. having the right time, the right people. You had the legend, Stan Lathan, direct us. And the crazy part yeah. is, is like, we know exactly who he is. <laughs> right? And like, where he stands on that, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, on like, that Mount Rushmore of Especially for, 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 for comedians. It's and black when, comedians at, at that. We're talking Martin. We're talking Steve Harvey show. No, we're right. talking back all with but, Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son. So, like, legendary director, producer, writer, what was that like meeting him? Like, is that the stem? Like, you know, this is this is it, bro. Like, there's no higher than this when it comes to directing a comedy special. Bro, it's like meeting, like, it's like, it's literally like meeting a piece of history. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's, he's from that class of people we'll never get to talk to. He got to work with the Richard Pryors and the, and the Red Foxes and the, and the Dick Gregory and, like, anybody that you can name in That's our comedy, field. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, of course. Like, his name is just synonymous with just black entertainment. And it was great because we building our own movement. We're not knowing that we're on these people's radar. So when he reached out and was like, anything I can do to be involved. And this was years ago before we even did the Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then when it came in out LA. and he in wanted to, LA you know show. what I mean, be a part of that. He saw the L.A. show. He was like, it was, got to get It's a no-brainer. Mm. 
So how does that work as far as the business side? You get paid up front or you get paid like if it does well? <laughs> Who said we Bro, got paid? You know paid? better. You know better. <laughs> you talking about we ain't got no money. <laughs> Stop talking. We don't never. We don't have. You have no to money. earn. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I say, hypothetically speaking, right. if it was you know an ideal situation, we would probably set it up where we would get some money up front and some on the back end. I mean, it's just <laughs> I did. I mean, I was doing the deal. Never if it was me, yeah, 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 if yeah. it was my deal to do, I would. I mean, I mean, that's our logic. Yeah, I mean, it's the only way to do it. So if it was your deal, you structured like that, money up front, money on the back end, based on the performance, do we now look multi-specials? Or, like, how does that work? Because We've been of, putting out specials already. Just what I'm saying on Netflix. Got on Netflix, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like. Netflix saw <laughs> that we went number one. They like niggas that go number one. Right, they like that. They like they top 10 right shit. Oh, yeah. Well, they I like mean, top 10 shit. That, so when we call, they know we produce top 10 shit. Mm, the product is good. You know, in the movies when they cut the key open and it'd be like, <laughs> not stepped on. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what we got. We got to do nothing to it. We got something here, guys. All the way. You can call it whatever you want, but just don't call it Blue Magic. So how you how you keep your relationship with your audience? Because you guys got a cult following. Right. I put out episodes every single week. I do a lot of live shows. I sell merch. What's the key to cultivating a real solid? Because a lot of people have followers online. They right. can't sell a t-shirt. Right. Right. When you do things like this, this lets us know that your followers are actually, you know, really involved in you guys. Authenticity. Thanks. Yeah. It's authenticity. Like, it's the fact that people have watched us from a stage that, you know, prior to us even doing this together, they've seen us and they've seen the consistency of who we are as people. And, you know, we have been accessible throughout this time. So you meet these people, they run into you, they see you and they express how what you do have made them feel. And then you get to make them feel a certain way in person. And then that people don't understand the power that that carries. When you walk away, you're not even going to remember that that interaction happened. But this person is going to tell everybody that they run into for the next two weeks. Hey, man, you rock with this. You rock with that. And I think a lot of it comes from just that authentic. When people go watch it, they feel why people were so excited about the fact that they got told to watch it you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so i just think that it's a it's a level of authenticity that comes with us that people have gravitated towards and we've been the same even on netflix special when you watch it you see elements of things that people have watched us do throughout the years on a platform that they've been watching for however long they've been watching and it makes them feel good to see something that they're familiar with and that they rock with yeah. on a platform like that you know okay. we was the ones to give it to them i think what gets lost in that is yes the authenticity but the work ethic yeah, like, I think we connect <laughs> with the fans better than anybody. Anybody in the people. in the game, I, like we are real people. But it's not just like, oh man, that's my favorite comedian. Can we can we get a picture? Like I've seen everybody go like, just like that little step further. Like when people say, "Man, my mom in the car." Man, can you just come over here and say <laughs> what's up to my mama? Like we get some of the strangest requests from our fans, and it's like. For us to have to say, like, man, I'm not doing all that. You can tell your mama get her ass out the car and come up. Like, you know, just in playing and saying that. But then you look up and then there's really somebody mama like, boy, you know my damn, I was coming to see you. You know, it's like <laughs> we got that connectability, Ouch, like like family members, <laughs> like cousins. Yeah, that, uh, That's what I was alluding to from the standpoint of the work ethic is because, like, we've watched, we've come and we've watched y'all shoot four or five episodes in a tape and I'm like, yo, this is crazy because there is no script. It's really just this impromptu idea but when you have that level of work ethic, 
and consistency, you become a part of people's daily lives. Right. And so when I see you up on the stage, it's like, oh, I'm watching like I'm on my TV. Like, talk about that part. Because people know, like, they see the entertainment. Right. They don't understand the work that goes behind that. Bro, it's fun. I don't feel like, it don't feel like work. Yeah, that's the man, best part it's of just it. like, it's been plenty of times where we in the studio and, and Fly say, man, y'all still up there? I just got in, I'm on my way. Or Chico say, man, I just drove down, I'm pulling up. It's yeah. like, it is an open door. And it's like, these my dogs. So it don't never feel like we working. So it's like, even if I've been in the studio for two hours, just, you know, shooting the black, black market or whatever, if they pull up 10, 11 o'clock or whatever time it is, it feel like, Oh shit! It's now it can really start. Time, yeah. Time yeah, you know. What I mean? Yeah, but that's been the the part that's been keeping us going so much. It's like we still having fun with it. It ain't it ain't laborious. And what and what what everybody don't see, but they do see. We 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 keep God first. You know what I'm saying? We're a unit. It's not just business. Is we take care of the business, but we you got to be family oriented. You just can't be at a workspace and be an employee. Nobody. We got staff, mm -hmm. but we're not employees. We are really brothers. We're tight. We done been through stuff. So our daily lives is what brings us even closer. So when y'all see us on stage, you be like, how is that even possible that they can do something like that? It's just God-given talent. Mm -hmm. He aligned it up for it to be like that. You see what I'm saying? And we we fans of each other. So even when we be on stage, we be wanting to see what everybody else finna say. Yeah. yeah. We be cracking each other. For real. <laughs> I, we saw you in Brooklyn. Um, what was that, King's Theater? Yeah, yeah. King's Theater. Yep, we pulled up yeah. to the show. We bring King's Theater at this point. Like those <sighs> shows King. at the King's Theater yeah. is so crazy, man. <laughs> we were just talking about how they won't let us back at the Apollo. <laughs> oh, they still banned you? We still, still yeah. banned, man. And I wasn't gonna keep saying it, but it's time to bring up the, the bring it up. They got yeah. let us back. They got let us back. We need do what, what happened? It wasn't happened. We didn't do nothing. We didn't do anything. We didn't do nothing. Audience, yeah, the like audience. Slip, yeah. like a slip and fall. Yeah. And they were like, man, who, who done fell? And we like, why y'all so loud? <laughs> yeah. And they like, y'all can't come back. We like, y'all had the water leak. I mean, you know what happens when you put a lot of black people who don't know each other in a small space, right? And you have a water leak. It's a water leak on somebody, and then somebody thought somebody spit on them, and then, uh, then somebody boy, slipped. Yeah. Somebody, I don't like the way y'all just went off. Like that. Don't get to where it went, bro. I could have not. I could imagine. No, somebody like, slipped. Somebody, somebody slipped off the water was, leak. Yeah, it just yeah. was one of those. But, but, you know, just to be able to have those accomplishments on the, you know, before we even got to the Netflix, like, mm -hmm. that was, yeah. that's that amazing was to be. One. That was a big one The Apollo Theater, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what inspired us to name this ghetto legend. And before it went down, that's what it really was. Everybody like we that's legend. black has performed at the Apollo. But the list of people who have been banned right. is one. <laughs> we ghetto we legends for this shit. ones that are banned from that. And, that's the, and that make it easier when you go anywhere else. That make it easier when you go anywhere else. And get out. Man, I've been thrown out of better places than this. <laughs> talking about we good in 99.9% .9 of venues. But, but the Apollo will not. Yo, we got to get y'all back. Damn, man, that's Harlem. We got to get y'all back. back. If y'all got any plugs over there, the please. So y'all been killing it on YouTube, millions of views, but then you 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 decide to start your own streaming service, right? Right, um, channel eighty five streaming service, yeah. right? So I, I pay attention to comments. So at first I saw some negative comments, like some people was giving pushback on it. So 
why did you start the streaming service and how did you get your audience to buy into it? I like how they just <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I like how they just they just sat right there. Well the thing about it is like we ran up the numbers crazy on YouTube. Like it's over two million subscribers, right? But what YouTube and the platform, you know how that platform is. It's like they can flag your video for anything that yep, they yep. want. Right. And they won't necessarily take it down. They just won't monetize it. Mm. Right. So it's like if it's if nobody's making money off of it, who's making money off of it? Right. They still making money yeah. off of it, but we you know, not. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they were finding all kinds of little reasons and 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 ways to like kind of manipulate the algorithm and things of that nature. So it was so many kind of like things that we kind of just didn't want to keep cutting out of our show, like missing different like elements of the show, like these things like. It's just like as an artist, you just wanted all the freedom, all the creative, you know, all creativity and going to our own app and platform. That's the first time that we actually got to speak to somebody from there. Like once they found out we were having our own app, now it was like, oh, y'all good. That that won't happen no more. It's like, no, you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then once we got to our own platform, it's like we don't need all these ghost people who just make the numbers look good. Like who really, who really likes this show it. enough to, to it, pay for it, it, it to really right. support. It gets tricky, right? Because you figure, especially on a platform like YouTube, it's like, we have to keep it clean. So if we curse too much, I can't get you can't. It's gonna, it's what, gonna be, you gonna get mad because somebody else clicked on them. I don't know that young. Exactly. I mean, but that's it's like working at a restaurant. If you're working at a restaurant and you the you chef, you're them. making the, the the food in the way that they say you're supposed to make the food. Right. But when people coming up to you like, man, we love this. If you love it, then when I leave and get this food truck, then you should come to the food truck and see what I really know how to because they can't tell me how much seasoning to put in this or right. what I can do to this. And that's pretty much the freedom that you get when you take the risk of yeah. starting your own streaming service because that was a risky move on our part because yeah. like you said even with people giving the negative backlash you got to take people who are used to one thing like you said they used to coming to that restaurant and getting your food you got to train them to say no 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 don't walk in that place you've been going into yeah looking yeah. for me this whole time i'm up the street now right part of it too is that when i walked up when i walked into the restaurant i was getting it for free right yeah so now i gotta go up the street and i gotta pay right What's really that? like it What's the transition like for y'all? Like that first couple of months or a year or so where you have to now train an audience that used to seeing it. I'll just watch it on YouTube to now like, Wait, I gotta pay like, a, and it's a small fee. It doesn't I, matter. I gotta not solve when you when it's free. Anything right, right. on YouTube, but it's like I, right, it is it's free to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But then it's like I, right, if you like it so much, just pay for it. It's exclusive. They like, well, we don't really like it like that. <laughs> well, it's like that. But you watch every last one of them when it was free. Six but years, the moment right, we right. say eight dollars, you like ain't down. Ain't down. I but mean, you pay Hulu and I don't. You don't know none of them. But you still don't even watch it. Them. They they don't even watch it. But you started off paying them. It's like if you giving somebody something, if you constantly giving it away, and then you come up and be like, man, that'll be a dollar. A dollar? Right. What you mean a dollar? Or right. 50 cents. 50? Man, just give it to me like you've been giving it to me. But you like you were saying in the beginning with the negative comments, they only did that so you could bring up people leaving negative comments. If right. we had never acknowledged that shit, it would never exist. You know what I'm saying? How we skip over all them great support, all them millions of love comments where they sharing heartfelt stories and baby pictures and love and man, I met my wife at the 85. We gonna forget about them just because somebody got mad or eight. Fuck them. I would love for all <laughs> two million of the YouTube subscribers to come over to the app and and subscribe. 
but we know reasons why they not. They don't want us to benefit directly. Or if they feel like me, Chico, and DC is splitting up this $8 a piece. Right. Or you two, they're going to buy two, we're going to put two up. Mm-hmm. It's like, they want to see us do good, but not that good. Like, we ain't even changed on them yet. We ain't even flexed. Man. And if we stay in our lane and they really think that, like, going number one is going to change us, this is really who we are. Is and we're going to keep pushing. If they come back next year, we're going to do it again and 10 more times or however the fuck, whatever we feel like doing. That was the that. whole point of this is like, we three of the hardest working dudes that we know each other personally. Absolutely. Like, that's why it's like we meet when we started going on tour, we were coming from three different directions, then going back to do even more shows. You know what I'm saying? So now just having this platform and people seeing what, what could come, what, what it could be. They're seeing other shows that we're working on, right. other things that we're producing, taking a, you know, trying to get the independent movie game under our belt. And they starting to see that it's like, oh. They're not taking this money and they taking this shit and reinvesting it into the company. They paying people. They hiring black people. They putting black women in position to make to do all the wardrobe. They but, went and found a girl that played a violin. It's like But the fact that you even have to justify that is a problem. Because even if you was just putting in your switch. Fuck justifying that shit. Fuck them. But I'm just saying it does like Jay-Z got a, a a dope freestyle when he was like, um, yeah, he said something like Y'all brought t- Nikes and Phil Knight rich as shit. Like, y'all right. brought 10 iPhones and Steve Jobs rich. Y'all ain't sit Spotify worth 10 billion. Y'all ain't say shit. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's ever questioning Lucy. what is Phil Knight actually doing with this money right now? Man. Is he putting it back in the community? No. Nobody's questioning. See, this is the thing about us. When we can assume how much you got, it's better for us. When you, when we know you making more, we don't like it. Right, we gotta take that whatever mind state, whatever energy that is. We gotta. It's it gonna take a generation. That I shit gotta close out. Take go find any interview, any entertainer, especially a comedian. There's plenty of them out there. Me and Chico, we got a little game that we play. The numbers. As soon as you say a number, they turn on you. They turn. As soon on- as you say, I made this much money. People don't like you no more. Mm-hmm. And you that's just a fact. You can go anywhere. You know how they announce and they say, Oh, last year, such and such Gross this much. He was on this uh streaming platform and they want to give him a hundred million. Who? Why? Who what the fuck he do? You don't know that this the same little young nigga that streamed 200 hours straight, set his balls on fire, pranked his mama, wrecked his car. Like they put the equity in. Right. Yeah. And then who you just because you don't know them, they don't deserve it. Right. But That's then crazy. But, but for some people, it's just marketing. Like the Forbes list comes out, right? You see right. Jay-Z worth. So now people actually You think Jay-Z want people knowing that shit? Every <laughs> time that Forbes list come out, he probably like, oh, here we go with this shit. But I'm again. saying it, it pro- that helps. Like when Kanye was a billionaire, that helped him. Helped him because people looked at him differently. Like he got a billionaire, we gotta respect him. We gotta respect him now. He's a billionaire. You, bro, don't you, a billion dollars. What the, I'm saying, you don't think you don't think does he so? need help with? No, he no, no. I'm just even, saying, as far as I don't think I understand. He has what a motherfucking net worth? No, no, no. no I, I'm with you, but what I'm saying is that from a public perception standpoint, right? I think I think it could go either way. I think that people could start hating on you, but they could also start like, oh shit, like. Now they want to aspire to be you. Yeah. Listen, but, but I think even for we're instance, not even conditioned yeah. for niggas to have this type of money. So the way we act is just off of impulse. If we really formulate a group and be like, look, you take all the money you spend here. You take all the money you spend here. Not only that, 
The black motherfucker has the same shit. They like, nigga, I'm not paying $350 for his sweatshirt. This shit should be 40. You don't know Louie. You're going to go in here and spend a thousand dollars on the shirt because who said that this motherfucker was worth a thousand? Mm-hmm. This is what you see. This is what you conditioned to. So we have to wipe this whole narrative and the way we think on certain situations on what's hot, what's elevating, what's morally making you progress. And then we're going to literally find ourselves in a better state of mind. I right. think that's, yeah. it takes a generation Fuck to yeah. do it, though, because yeah. you think about those brands you just named with Louis Vuitton or Rolex. These are brands that have been around for hundreds of years and they've been able to prosper for hundreds of years. And then that branding is something that you see and you automatic automatically attach to being wealthy or you automatically attach to being, you know, well off. Right. We don't have those status symbols amongst us. Like yeah. the thing we don't have I don't even think I can name one thing that a black man has created and owned that you can have on you or with you that make you black. Oh, he got a or whatever. Oh, he got some cornbread from Uncle Ricky. Off, Nigga, off, he got off, money. Off, off white was I mean, but still, that was that was a, a, a connected to yeah, for sure. a, a brand that was already established. So for us to be able to do it without getting that, right. you know, what I mean, that extra hand, that the big brother hand to come and say, "Hey, yeah. give me that," you know, what I mean, that's what it's going to take a while, yeah. I believe. But, see, but I think it's possible. But, but see the add on is here, right? But see the add on his, right? Hold on, I want to break it off. It's in my head. But see the add on his. We use that materialistic, like he said, we put that value on the Rolex and the Lord. Be like, okay, we made it instead of saying spiritually, culturally, what's making it to us. Because that, we putting our status on making it when peace can be mean you made it. Your friend in, in a better state of mind mean you made it. You thinking you going outside your, your state of mind and the way you supposed to live and this is valued. And this is validation to everybody else. You know what made me stop run. buying that shit? I actually Googled who these people were. Mm. Look them up. Some terrible looking motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, once you just see just a the eye chest, just of these the eye people chest. that names you putting on your body, you right. don't really rethink that shit. Why would you give a fuck what an old white man think is cool? Right. Why? That's what Dame Dash told us. I won't name the designer, but he told me about a designer that's really popular. He right. was like, yo, I know the dude. He's a bad person, like terrible. a terrible person. He's like, so when ex when somebody raps about him, you gotta question them. Right. Cause it's like yeah. and they like, know him. He's like, this and he's like, yeah, and, and they know him. Yeah. And they know he's a bad person. Like, you know what I'm saying? So he's right. like, yo, I know these people personally. Like, they're like real yeah. devil. But I want to talk about that. You said it might take a generation in DC. You said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Are we in the midst of that generation, right? Because the, we the first, supposed to be that generation. That's what I'm saying. Right? When you look at, if we're talking about just the entertainment space, especially in your space, when I look at y'all and I look at what y'all doing with 85 Media, I'm watching it firsthand. When I look at, when we, like we were backstage and we're talking about this is a family. Right. I'm looking at who y'all hiring. Right. This is now the example. This is now being celebrated. Yeah, Netflix recognizes it, but the community recognizes it for right. years, right? I'm looking at Earn Your Leisure. Same right in the, in the financial space. Right. Shout out to, to Charlemagne again in, in Black Effect, what they're doing in, in the pocket. It's like, Yo, it's happening. We're in the midst of it. Right. We just got to keep leading these examples and change the mindset of the people as we're doing it. Right. So when y'all when y'all perform, right? Because when I look at y'all, I never look like, yo, these guys are comedians. I first look like, yo, these guys are brilliant. They're brilliant because what they do is impossible. Are y'all going into these spaces with that cognizant thought? Like, we represent the generation that we're, we're talking about right now. Right. Okay, even look at this platform right here. Yeah. Look at all the things you've been able to do earn your leisure. Right. Now think of how much further ahead we'd be if we came from 
if your dad was a cameraman for 30 years, mm-hmm. or if your dad was a producer for 30 years, or your mom was the secretary at Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. like if we were grandfathered in, we'd fact. be billionaires. That's a fact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fact. We, like you said, that we're the generation that changed. We the first generation. Where there of, was no of, blueprint. Because right. we start, this started out as homeboys right. making jokes right. on, a pl- on, on a show. Right. We didn't know that it was we didn't know that we would have to accept the responsibility of having to create our own media company. Right. Like when we were sitting there and we were going out, we were meeting with these people, like, yeah, we want to take it on the road, we want to do this, we want to do this. And they were like, How? It'll never work. Like those were literally the words of these same people who come back and they Oh well, it's great. I always we love do. it. Right. I always <laughs> do. I can't stand them type of motherfuckers. I always do. Right. What I'm saying is like, who gonna help us? Help us. Yeah. We can't do this shit by ourselves. Right. We don't have the 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 knowledge of if we were just sitting here. We don't know how to put that camera right there. And but get we are the ones that take the risk for to be the blueprint. Exactly. Right. You see what I'm saying? But also we observe because we observe y'all as well where it's like, okay, it does work. But see, this what goes back to what I said earlier. If we just stop hating on one another and really say, what could we do together? Or believe in me. I don't know what the fuck I'm getting myself into. When you say, bro, just believe in me, little bro. I ain't know what the Fuck this was. Hmm. And then once I saw the bigger picture, it took me, it took me probably about three, three and a half years, even after we done popped off, for me to really put my stamp on it. Cause I had to sit back and I was like, but we got a lot of people. Hold up. This motherfucker go to work here every day. Okay. This is bigger than how I perceive it. Now I'm looking at it how they looking at it, hmm. and I'm looking at how everybody else is looking at it. And I'm like, Hmm, what can I do to enhance this? And then once I start, I said, you know what? Right. This is why I appreciate y'all because y'all bring a certain energy where a nigga has to, you got to pick up or you're going to find out you you slacking. Right. And when you slacking, you like, okay, I'm the problem. And then once I see I'm the problem, it's like, how can I enhance this situation and make it better amongst people who bring in that same type of energy? Just you know not what just a made, workspace. You know what did it for me? What? It's like, Seeing everybody around us right. not have to go to work. Right. Not have to go. You know what I mean? Like, this your job now. When I saw my friends quitting their job, then I knew. I was like, this is this is really something. Because that was just a whole different feeling that I never even thought. Like, you know, of course, in this shit, when you're like, oh, I quit my job. I do this. Right. But it's just you. Other people like, yeah. man, my dog, the cameraman, he had to go get no other jobs for three years. Right. Like he, you straight, you good, my boy. Like I'm not only am I good, I'm better, cause I got my own independence. I'm free. Right. I could, I could, but I don't have to. And right. that's what really set the tone for me is <laughs> watching other people um, on their leisure. For me, exactly. it was it was seeing the people, like the people being out, you know, because whenever I go to a city, I always touch the city in whatever way I can. And once people start coming up to me talking about us, 
versus everything else that they see us do. Mm-hmm. Like they specifically say, yeah, yeah, man, I know you from, but that shit y'all doing, bro, keep yeah. doing that shit. Right. That's what made me know like, okay, we impacting because certain places you wouldn't even think that we was touching those places. Because yeah. I'd be some places more be like, man, what you doing here? And when I see that we uh, we were there, when I saw we had infiltrated those places that you can't infiltrate, especially in our community, it's certain places that they not even letting no new yeah. shit come through. Right. It's like, nigga, fuck that. We got what we like and yeah. that's it. Bro, I had so went to the gas station a- and they had that, the, the Arab dude had the shit playing out like Yeah. That type of shit. Bro, we done made it to yeah. the hood. <laughs> that type of shit. Barbershops, those what, type of things. Because y'all are all individual right. rates, right? At what point, I mean, and if, you can answer this, was there a point where it was like, I'm not an individual anymore, I'm 85 South. Because it's like, that, we went from being that's like- That's the secret sauce to this. That's yeah. the- That's the- that's they the still are- the Yeah, I'm just saying, like, when people see me, like, they'll be like, earn your leisure. I'm like, yeah. Some but people they, be like, yo, that's Troy. That's it's, shopping. It's, Most it's, people it's, say- It's a difference. It's a difference. Because everything that we do is together. Yeah. They do a lot of things separate. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, uh, it was there a point where now people are just like, yo, 85 South. More so than it's like, this Chico. This no, it's, it's, no. it's like it's like Captain Planet, man. Yeah, you may have a conversation about us, but in the midst of that conversation, you're gonna bring up this. Yeah. You're gonna be like, hey man, I can't your show and woo woo woo. But when 85 South come. Right. Mm. What color? What Chico? They are part of I, they're part of my life. One now. You, ain't never, yeah, you yeah, ain't never yeah. seen. I mean, you think that's something I'm talking about. You had somebody run up on you. Oh my God. Carlos Miller. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right. Chico <laughs> B. There you go. It's like, it's those type of things that let us know that even in our individuality, people see what we do together. There's right. nowhere I go where they don't ask me where these two niggas are. Every day. Where the crew at? Where your boys at? I went to uh, Cussing Slices yesterday. They was like, yeah, man, where, 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 where the crew at, man? Where, where Carlos at? Where DC at? Man, everywhere. Because yeah. And they have, ask you like you left like, your brother like, at like, 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 this what morning, coming here, they like, "What Chico?" I'm him. like, "Nigga, I don't know." You know, I'm, but it's that's something that we we didn't realize it was going to turn into that. But you can't deny that, yeah. even if we were still sitting around not believing in what what it is we do, the people make it impossible for us not to see the impact that we're having. Because when you somewhere and you see somebody yell out the wrong name from across the mall, nigga, I'm talking about Mancia. Not like that. Nah, like, not that. You funny, man. You you slick with it. This nigga here, man. Hilarious. All the way. But see, the part about him is he don't like it when you tell a joke to him. And then he <laughs> didn't even get it. Listen, I see. I see. I, I, I wanted I to. I'm trying to figure out who the hell you talking about. Remember, I seen y'all at the uh, at the the turkey leg hut. Yeah. Said he had DJ Envy on his shirt. While DJ Envy was sitting right there, that nigga <laughs> said, "Yeah." I, I was like, "Man, I'm sorry, bro. I thought we were friends." You had a DJ Envy shirt on. And Envy just happened to have his beard like Ben Gay to the like exactly Ben Gay Ben Gay Beijing I'm like nigga I'm putting shit on his feet on his feet Ben Gay gonna start doing that damn I recorded when he said it and when I was like I'm like yo damn this does look like Envy like that nigga was like yeah get your fucking turkey leg fuck out of here you don't like that you know you don't like being joked on I'm a good 
he love an outfit. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he, all the way. Love, you do very well. That, that, Taking it from somebody fashion, who, I can't think who is very, very, very into that myself. I respect it, man. I appreciate that. No, nobody's fresher than Chico Bean. I mean, hey, you you do well. Outfit you had on the all black one. That one was tough. Appreciate that. You always show off the watch and everything. I'm like, yeah, right, nigga, I see you. Been waiting on these moments your whole life. I already know. Today the day. Pop your shit out, Jake. Yeah, he stay stunned, bro. He just, just, he just copped the little China blue thing. You know what I'm saying? All China day. blue red guts for the summer. So I got to ask y'all a question. Like, with y'all being financial guys and, and coming into right. the space, what type of questions do y'all, do people run up on y'all and ask y'all when y'all like, oh, can I, mean, I have some money? Portfolio. And the portfolio is the biggest that, we, we came in here, like, yo, I, I mean, you, hey, I love your show. Can I ask you this question about this this company? Can I ask you? All the time. But can I see your portfolio? I mean, shit, because that's, that's, that's on the tip of my tongue when I say, I'm like, nigga, what I need to invest in? Or, or, or they pitching themselves like, I got an idea, I got a company, I got like, that happens a lot too. Yeah. But like, do y'all ever feel like at risk? Have you ever been like, man, I need to stop giving this advice out because I fuck around I was, getting the wrong nigga that white. Like, that motherfucker be like, motherfucker, I lost everything. Uh -huh. I earned, you earn your leisure. I earn yeah. my homelessness. I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> but this is investing has considerable risk. Please consult your financial advisor. But we always, always, I'll tell you like, this is what I'm doing. Like when we had the conversation, I'm like, yo, this is the company, but I'm gonna tell you why I'm doing it. Right. And you can choose to make a decision. Like when I was like, hey, you invested in video? Remember we yeah. talked about that a yes. year and a half yes. ago? And All we was way. like, oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. listened. But like, that happens a lot. So I always tell people what I'm doing and then that kind of, it, it alleviates a little bit. Cause I'll show you like, yo, this is what I'm investing in, bro. This is- y'all do that shit every day. show me. <laughs> I need to every day invest. What the Robin Hood of them? What, what, so what you so, so, okay, okay, okay. He read charts and I, everything. I, oh yeah? Oh, yeah. He's, I, what, he's with Aristotle. Oh, you in there. But I, I don't want to say I do this shit. Cause y'all do this shit. Y'all live this shit. I do this shit. It's a difference. <laughs> and I just listen to y'all. Whatever y'all say by, I'm buying it. I don't give a fuck. So if y'all live this shit, that mean y'all know the ups and downs, the 80%, 20% risk ratio, all that shit. shit. Talk that shit. So I need an everyday chat. Easy. Because... The group chat? I want to be able to invest every day. Robin Hood, all that shit. <laughs> Y'all charging to get in the group chat? Yeah, because you know everybody else giving financial <laughs> advice. But hey, look, join no. my group chat. It's only fifty-six dollars a day. <laughs> but but it ain't. About, I don't <laughs> want to find out that advice. <laughs> bullshit. That be the bullshit. Invest in yourself. Uh uh. <laughs> no, low. We got to get that. International rates may apply. I want the real deal. Shit. Oh, but so, so all right, you you trade do you, you I trade, trade you trade every day. So I do options and I do long term. All right, so you long term invest. I I'm doing I'm on that already. And you so now you you day trade. Options. I need to get up on my option because that's where the everyday money is. Long okay. term is every three months quarterly. But cool. It's a long run. It's yeah. a long run. You, but you, you you want the eighty percent. Want to know when to get out and when because I don't like getting out. Stop. I like to reinvest. Yeah, but I. Did a company who who took a boo woo, 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 woo. took a hit. He took yeah. one of them hit where you like woo. But the long back. run is if you stay in it, it'll come back. Cause y'all say it's a big company, it's a major company. They either gonna go bankrupt or they gonna be done for. If they ain't be done for, eventually they'll come back. They came back. Yeah, we gotta talk. What you wanna say the company? You don't wanna say the company. We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about we'll, it. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll about talk. It. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I do this shit, but y'all live this shit. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, you sound like you're trading on a daily basis. My, my, our thing is more like let's make the investment, and if we if we are doing options, 
let's have them as leaps. Boy, so y'all about to make me year. check my shit. So right what's the difference there? between leaps? A leap is more more than six months, mm. right? So we're talking about I might so y'all doing the long term, short term trading type shit. Yeah, it's kind of like if, if I'm doing an option now, it's 2023. I might look out to 2025. Right and look like what's the like because the option is really just what's the likelihood. So if y'all train like that, how many trades y'all doing a day? Nah. If y'all, if y'all so that, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. I won't have to. I'll put like maybe twelve for the entire year. Hmm. Right. See, that's what niggas ain't saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But niggas is really, making it seem like these niggas is on it. You got some option traders on every day. Every yeah. day. You got some niggas that said just like you said. In my mind, I would have never thought you only did twelve trades a day. Who done did fifty already? Yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a it's, lot of guys. It's, it's like it's, it's like a sniper, right? right? Like a sniper might scope his spot for two weeks, right. and take one shot, right. kill, as opposed to just, you know, just going crazy and just running and just shooting. Like, so everybody's different, but right. I think it's more beneficial to to take less trades right? because now the trades that you do take, you're laser focused on in your short belt. Mm -hmm. Right. Sometimes you just, you just take a trade just cause like, right. like, let's just do it. I mean, unless you do the analytics and you got your shit. Yeah, I just right, want right. to be the man just because. Yeah, I just heard it. Or, or, but if you day trading, you got like a full-time job. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm we don't have the time. Doing, we don't have doing the time. An hour day no, we type doing, shit. doing this. So okay. we, don't, we don't have the time to look at charts all day. Like, okay. Man, that's but I mean, it's so many people, as you know, just from on the internet, it's so many people now that had the ability to pretend like they know what they talk about right. and just follow certain, you know, you read, you regurgitate certain information. So with y'all being two of the guys who are, in my opinion, the you know the the tastemakers of this type of mm -hmm. you know, right. content, because it really wasn't nothing like y'all before y'all. Yeah, you right, know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Like, how do y'all vet and navigate people now? Because I know y'all got everybody who's who's supposed to be somebody trying to come and sit with y'all. Like, Literally needing financial advice. You know what I mean? Not even needing it, offering it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. When you got all these different people that's being exposed as whatever, like how do y'all is there certain vetting processes that y'all go through or questions that y'all ask people to know before y'all let them come sit on y'all platform? Yeah, now, I mean, really now it's like, it's almost impossible to really have a conversation with us like for this like it's people like y'all people like you know Robert Smith Don people people that's like super established like right. you know I'm saying for the most part um that weeds out 95% of it because it's like sometimes you you don't know right like right. you might be you might have the greatest personality you might you know know a lot and it's just an act. Right. You like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, why am I in it? What? Like, right. sleep. Right. Sleep. That's why I say <laughs> with this stock <laughs> with this stock shit and this investment shit, you really gotta like wanna do this shit and understand. See, and it's different ways and like I get a rush off of hustle. Like I like to hustle. I don't give a fuck what it is, nigga. If I find out it's a motherfucker buying tushy rolls for a, 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 a quarter on the dollar, I'm finna get a hundred thousand tushy rolls and I'm finna go crazy. So it's like I need to learn all the ways of investing because I know the dividends. Right. Understand that? I know the option, which means I got to be with somebody who does option every day. And then when you say like, well, I got them 12, I just sit back. And I'm like, yeah. see, I'm a scoper too now. So if you know, if I need to have a strategy on how to do that type of trading, yeah. I'm saying, okay, I'm going to invest in the right, I'm going to do my homework, but how do I do it? Do I sit four, five, six months, yeah. let this one hit? Is it bullish? Like, I want to make sure <laughs> I'm studying you. properly. He's going to sell yeah, you, yeah. of course. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> that's easy. We get, we get on a Zoom call. But, but also, I, just, just yeah. to go back to your question, 
a lot. See how he died. The market. Now nah, I'm gonna answer this question yeah, too. Fucked up. But I the heard. market, like during the pandemic, everybody. If you notice, like a lot of that kind of died down too. Yeah. I feel like you know the cream always rises to the top, and um, what happens is during any like bull run, right? Right. Like I'm sure there's there's times where everybody wants to be a comedian. Like when Instagram first popped, right? Like for the online comedians. Everybody was an online comedian. Everybody. And then it's like... There was no such thing as an <laughs> online comedian. Well, a comedian that just got hot off the cell phone. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You don't even become a comedian until you grab that mic on stage. But I'm just saying, you was a lot of people was making jokes on the cell phone. Figuratively, yeah. I see what you're saying. Great personality. Just put like that. Because everybody some, have a great personality. Some people made it. Like Drewski. Yeah. Some people made it. But 90% of them, I don't see them online. No 99. More. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't have the wherewithal to actually... Only, it's only... That's how it works. It can't be two of them. Gonna only be one king of the internet who's going to put out be, the most shit. You can be plenty of kings on the internet. But you what should, I'm saying you is gotta go hard. the internet is going to pick who they want. Everybody going to have at least a good year. It ain't year about the running. internet. It's all about your God-given talent and you go crazy. If you stay consistent and stay wanting to better your craft yeah. because you could be a great internet personality. I mean, that ain't the word. What's the, what's the, what's the word? A great internet personality? Persona. Personality. Now you got it. All right. But, but it's like, how do I create this brand well, now that I know that I, they're I buying? That's what that, people struggle with. They don't. They that's what I'm saying. They don't know how to create a brand. Some of them are my friends, but a lot of guys got hot online, telling jokes, got millions of followers. They couldn't figure out how to monetize. Yeah. They couldn't figure out how to do a show. They couldn't right. figure out. And it's frustrating. Right. Because you're getting hundreds of thousands of views on your video. You got a million followers, but you're not. There's not a business. You're not benefiting from right. it. Right. Yeah. And there's no group, no blueprint. It's like once once one door open, it's like, I okay, cool. Like I got forced into doing company because my managers at the time wanted to check. So once that broke the ice, because I ain't no telling when I was gonna grab the mic. Yeah. But once I grabbed the mic, I was like, whoo, okay. Now I know what that feel like. I done been in a fight before. Let me go figure out. The fundamentals. Let me go do some groundwork. A whole year and a half. Let me go not go get no money to figure out what is a comedian. How do I feel on stage? How do I better myself? And once I did it, I was just like, man, I ain't never not stopped studying. Never. So, what's your advice? What's your advice for the young comic that's on Instagram that's struggling? Get off Instagram. Get Get off of Instagram. Continue to use Instagram as a platform. But when you knew, you could do a lot of shit for like two years. You got about a two and a half year. Span when you knew you can hit them in all free content, keep building your platform. But once you get to that level and you like, they calling me for appearances because that's how it's gonna be. You're gonna get appearance money first because mm-hmm. niggas want to see you a lot. Mm-hmm. Once you get the appearance money, now niggas gonna be like, they're labeling you as a comedian. Now they're gonna get the comedy money. Then after that, your career takes off where it needs to go. Once that appearance money got I, two years of appearance money, I've been in every club in the fucking miracle. I wasn't supposed to be there, but I was there. <laughs> Once the comedy shit hit, I was like, okay. Now they label me a comedian now. Let me go out here and see what the fuck going on. And once I did the groundwork, I was like, oh, because I want some money. Yeah. And if you're calling, I want to make sure I'm good at it because I'm always, it's, it's like from the streets. You don't want your shit. You don't want your name and your product to be bad. Right, yeah. You can't be bad. So here's the thing, right? You have the talent. Right. But who has the business? Right. Because I think that's what's missing. I, I, I'll use us for example. Like, Ch- he's been an entrepreneur for since we, we've been adults. Right. So right. I get to learn about being an entrepreneur from him just by default. So I'm like, you got the talent, you got the talent, you got the talent. Who's the one or 
are there a couple of people that are like, yo, here's the business behind it. Is that, is it, was it that essay? Like, what was you, had that? To be, you had to be smart enough to listen to everybody you come in contact with. Right. Like, we would be crazy as hell to come all the way up here and do y'all show and not leave here with some kind of game right. that we could take and apply across the board. You know what I mean? It's like, you have to be ready to be this superstar that you're trying to create. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like like you were saying earlier about what advice would you give to the the social media creators? Is I, my advice would be find a way to monetize as fast as you can. Facts. Find somebody. You got a million. You got millions and millions of followers. Somebody that's following you knows somebody that knows something about the entertainment business. Start reaching out and building those relationships with those people who can help you get to the next level. Every profession has to be trained. Mm-hmm. You got to be a trainer. You can't. It's like LeBron having all the talent in the world, but if he don't condition his body and train his body and have somebody there who's not in the NBA but knows how to keep and maintain a sustainable body for you to continue to do what you do, yeah. that's how you got to work. You got to want to grow too. Don't let nobody talk you out of out of what you're already doing. Like we see, if you if you are the best at doing internet comedy right. and making skits. Why in the hell would you let somebody talk you into doing stand-up comedy? Not your thing. That's not what you do. Right. That'd be just like you being a dope-ass rapper. But I want you to come and make an album about some singing shit. But no, not, no, 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 also only that. You can listen, but not mean not saying to stop. That means you can now broaden your horizon. So you could go do stand-up because that can teach you or but help Don't get you. away from the shit that you ain't you gotta just take away from it, but you can broaden. That's just like when people wanted me to. I start roasting on my time. And people ain't, they seen it, but it wasn't a big deal because people saw me doing other shit. I had to find a way out. That was my way out. Once I roasted motherfuckers, I got their attention. But once I started doing other shit, I was like, ooh, I ain't got to roast niggas. And then it was like, I don't even hit them motherfuckers. They not even... Yeah. Saying I don't roast niggas no more, but they they steady following me. Yeah, so you start hosting, start doing movies. I start doing other shit. I'm yeah, here, yeah, but yeah. I got them. So now I don't took y'all on a journey where y'all seeing me grow in transition. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But it, you have to look new. You gotta want to do it, not do it for the chick. No, I do it for the art. I love. I, I entertain. It just so happened the social media era came, so I just took advantage of the opportunity. So when I see a lot of people that's on social media that gain that particular jump or they keep going I'm like shit that's only 30% you gotta keep going so I mean y'all on the other end of it now right because now you have a platform that has to create content right so how is that like when y'all are trying to find talent we go find them niggas we go find them so same y'all, niggas y'all still watching them we go find them same niggas that's like us and then we give them opportunities uh, they go to the next you I don't wanna compare you to nobody but it's like alright I'm in position to help you because this is how it goes we, we do this and we give back we 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 do the blueprint. We follow the blueprint. And we create a, another blueprint for other motherfuckers to create blueprints for other motherfuckers for blueprint. Mm, yeah. So it's like, look, this is what we do. We create opportunities. It's relationship based too. Like y'all have a relationship with financial understanding and literacy. So if I want to learn about a relationship that I'm not in, I have to be willing to accept the fact that I'm not. This not my thing. So. Are y'all willing to introduce me to the thing that y'all do every day? You know what I mean? It's being able to be guided in that direction is the most important thing because a lot of people become successful in what they believe success is and then allow that to shape everything that they do around them. Mm. It don't work like that. It 
becoming successful is just the opportunity to be able to introduce yourself to other relationships that you didn't know existed before you mm -hmm. got into a certain room. It's certain rooms that y'all going to be able to get into now. But even though y'all have a relationship with finances, if you walk into a room with an architect who's building buildings, you're not going to be like, well, I know money, so I ain't got to listen to this shit y'all talking about. I got the bread to be able to. Nah, you want to be able to open yourself up, man. I know everything because I don't know nothing. Right. Teach me. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to learn. You know what I mean? And it's like, when you find somebody that's willing to learn, it don't matter what level they at, you can take that person and be able to, oh yeah, come on. Because in your learning, you're going to be able to teach me something because it's something that you got that I didn't get when I was at your stage. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be able to pick up something I can use at my level because I'm open-minded and willing to learn from whatever it is your relationship is. If you do something every day, mm -hmm. I wish I would try to come in and act like I know as much as you. I hate when people do that. Like, you ever seen you having a conversation, a nigga just butting, you talking about stocks and trading? Well, yeah, well, you know, if you take the third <laughs> trike and put it up on the other one, you know, I did that before, and it's, <laughs> it killed a conversation because now you want to try to insert yourself by acting like you know something you don't know. Right. Shut up. Just be quiet and listen. That's me, and that's all of us. Yeah. We just like, okay, well, what else you say? All right, bet. Bet. Now, if I go utilize what you said and it's some bullshit, I know never to listen to you again. Right. But if it's good information, then I know I got somewhere to go to get good information. So that's just like what you just told me. You you gambled 12. I, I didn't look at not you gamble. like you. I mean, not gamble. I'm sorry. Invest. I'm coming from the street. My bad. Same shit. <laughs> Same, shit. <laughs> Same shit. Investing. Just a, a proper word. <laughs> I didn't look at you like, what the fuck? The, 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 these niggas must have been lying to me. I said, Oh shit, nigga! You need to learn the twelve investment rule. So maybe you've been over studying and overdoing it. You may be better at just doing the twelve instead right. of option. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? That, nigga. Your you point was twelve. A whole thesis. <laughs> Ernest, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. No, but do you see like this, just the little conversation that we having right now? Just like you was asking them earlier about the but the chat chat shit. Chat GBT. Okay, so check this out. We travel all around the country, bro. We fuck around and be in Washington one night. Some white dude, dude. I'm working on some shit. You've heard of chat, bro? My boy Rashad was just telling me about this shit. Get in touch with me. We'll talk about some things. Yeah. Kick some like right. we run into people. That's who, you know what I mean in these that's conversations yeah. and shit like that gotta so build the infrastructure that's what I'm saying like just sitting back <laughs> and peeping game and listening and, and shutting the fuck up when you don't know what people talking that's about right you can pick, you like I said, you can pick up a whole lot of game just by exchanging with somebody who's on the, like another professional that don't even necessarily have to be in your field yeah. of ring learning to get you far learning to get you far and wanting to learn to get you even further yeah. You see what I'm saying? Seeking knowledge. So you have to, I don't know nothing about this, bro. It, it's like going to school, bro. How the hell you already prepared to go to third grade and you went through second grade, bro? You don't know nothing. You don't even know what you're going to learn that month, bro. But you you swear you ready to go to third grade. But by the time you learn the lesson for next month, you like, oh, shit, this shit hard as fuck. Yeah. yeah, but see, once then they try to cheat you, though. You fuck around and you skip that second grade. Then they'll be like, man, you ain't gonna learn how to do shit in second grade but color anyway. You right. already know how to color. Right. But you gotta be like, you know what? I don't wanna just color. Yeah. I'm here to learn whatever I need to learn so I can go to the next step. The next step. So yeah, you yeah. gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be like, you gotta really wanna do this shit. So, let me ask you guys this as far as the 85 South Media, right? You have you guys producing shows now? Yeah, yes sir. Yeah. So you got poor minds, yes, right? Sir. Nav Green, broken play, broken Shout play. Out to Nav Green. So that funny dude. What's the what's the deal with that, and how did that come about? It's you know just wanting to put on them different hats, you know what I mean, right. and understand we didn't been in, we didn't been in the entertainment business, you know I would say professionally been on the other side of media and since 2013 for me and Los and what 2015 for, mm -hmm. for for him so we've been watching all of these things from a standpoint of being you know employees and basically watching and seeing how all of these things work so once you see how it works you say okay well man I think if you would have been able to put that little touch on it mm -hmm. but you can't necessarily go to somebody who has already established what they do and put your touch on it so when you get the opportunity to put your touch on something you want to put your touch on all of the different things that you've seen going right. on around you we've been in media for so long it's like we know that man if we just came out with a show that was for adults but it was a kid show like that'll go but, but look at this. This is one of the, I ain't cutting you off. No, nah, you good, bro. But it's just like this, right? Like you said, Nav Green, that's a funny dude. Poor Minds, I love that show. These are people that we know personally, right? Wouldn't it be crazy as hell if it took Earn Your Leisure to come down and say, Nav, bro, you funny as hell. We want we want to produce your show. Right. And he got partners right here beside him. It's like, we opened our platform up. And when we saw Poor Minds, it's like, them the homegirls. Yeah. But we can't discount that they some badass chicks too. And whatever they talking about, badass chicks want him talking about it. Right. It's proven. You see the numbers? They have live shows, a whole fucking club full of badass chicks. 
We might Crazy. not ever be able to sit there and watch everything that they're talking about, but it works. It they don't, we hard. don't have to yeah. look for them. They they are just as diligent with their hard work as we are. Nav Green will show up anytime we call and say, bro, come and co-host or be on the show with us. Mm-hmm. And every time he on the show, you know what the comments be full of? Nav fun as hell. <laughs> Y'all trying to hold Nav back. Put Nav on. Nav need his own show. Mm-hmm. We would look crazy as hell if somebody else had to come and put our friends on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talk about that, man. I mean, in order to produce those shows, I remember when you guys had the first studio. Right. And all we kept hearing was like, yeah, we got this new thing we're working on, this new, stu- this new studio, this new studio. And now it's here. And so when we went to Tate Paul Mines, we got to see the studio. We got a nice tour of it. Talk about the vision to have that as the base for 85 South Media. It's, <clears throat> a, it's, a, it's a foundation. We can we cannot never not say, oh man, where can we create it? We can create it, we can make it right here, whatever we want to do. That's just like when any of us come up with some type of situation, we agree without even getting the full breakdown of it. He like, man, I wanna do this. Man, you know I'm with you. That's that's how I conversation is. Bro, you know I'm trying to create the show. You know I'm fucking with it. Like you don't have to tell me mm-hmm. shit. Just let me know when to pull up. All right. And it's just like we saw what y'all did with InvestFest. So the next time y'all come to Atlanta and y'all got all these people that that are in the city, we don't want y'all calling around, man, we need this studio, we need this. Like, pull up. Bro, pull up. Yeah. Let's get it. You're going to interview however many people you want to interview. InvestFest from 85 pull South up. Studios. We got five rooms. Set it up. That you can y'all set got it up. for however long y'all here. Run it up. Let's exchange. Let's not let not just let's be partners. Let's exchange some money across the board. Right. We want to booth at the Nest Invest Fest. We want to whatever it is. We got to get on these panels and and support y'all however y'all need. You know what I'm saying? Facts. This is what's gonna push all of us to the top, and that's what, like you said, that's gonna break the generational curse. Be afraid to rock. It's when they man. see that we all came together and we are gonna all support Charlemagne and we are gonna find the the black people over there at the other places that we don't know nothing about. We need we're gonna connect with everybody and try to change the situation for everybody. So the next the next generation of your son and your son or whoever, all our sons can be sitting here and keeping this shit going all the way to our grandsons and greats. Facts. So That's a fact. I don't want this to just benefit us while we're here and we're, you know, the able bodies to make it happen. Right. We, we want to build a legacy of right, something man. that they can say, man, have you been to the 85 studios, the oldest black studio in, in Georgia? Right. right. When they came out with it, man, this shit was happening yeah. in 2012. My granddaddy uh, 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 and, his, and John Whitfield, uh, uh-huh. DC, and then uh-huh. uh, 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 Chester B. Uh, Chico B. Yeah. 75 years. 75 years ago. That's like that's like you've been to top hair studio. Of course, yeah, we've been we, all we, of them. Been all so, of them. But it's like you know you working for that picture over the fireplace, man. That's what it's about when you walk in the room and like, who's that? Oh, that's that's us. your great grandfather. Great grandfather. You know what I mean? And it's like that picture so over the straight. fireplace. That legacy. We don't have those legacies. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Some some way along the line, somebody for some reason fucked it up, but it's just because the blueprint wasn't really given. Like people get it and then keep it, you know, it's like right. I'm not showing. I can't tell nobody this because that might mess up what it is I got going on. But the reality is if you create a blueprint for your people and change your reality, then that means you're supposed to give it as much as you can because Excellent. you ain't doing nothing but building something that you can prop yourself up on. You know, everything you ain't in control of life. So life happens to everybody. But if you got a good foundation and you didn't 
treated people right along the way. You always had somebody be like, hey, man, man, pick your, pick your bootstraps up, man. Come on, I got you. Yeah. And that's important for us, you know, because we've seen what it looks like to not have that type of support. So we wanted to make sure that we created it for ourselves. That's a fact, man. And and the Ghetto Legends tour, incredible. Appreciate it. I, I'm, the tributes to all the Ghetto Legends who never get, they just do. But I, and I'm saying that because I've seen that tour and now I'm seeing Poor Minds. They have a tour. Mm-hmm. And so it's the vision from yeah, a standpoint of... Let's say it. We, we got a tour. Right. <laughs> so humble over here. <laughs> Invest Fest did numbers. Mm-hmm. Glad, glad you witnessed and, and took knowledge of that. But I'm just y'all saying... Y'all coming, y'all coming this year? Most definitely. We, we, we got, got that camp. last year. We were on tour. Yeah, we was, was on, on Y'all been scheduled for... When you were yeah. on tour this year? Last year, y'all were going to be there, but Chad was like, yo, they going, they, y'all going to be out of town. Y'all was on tour. Mm-hmm. I think out in Cali. I think y'all were doing a show in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the weekends just didn't work out. Sacramento and we had San Diego there. Yeah, Sac and San Diego. Yeah. I'm just saying from the touring standpoint is the vision long term to have the entire network of shows actually go out. Hell yeah. And now it's like, yo, this is... This is what our presentation to the world. Whatever, Do you whatever, know we got a touring company too? Let's talk about it. We got a gang of businesses that we never bring up. We got what's, what's, the, what's the touring company lo- looking like? Uh, we're booking a hell of a tour for the Central. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that. Man. So you book your own, you book your own venues. Yeah, and all that. That's so that's what we do too. So that's that's important to talk about because I feel like a lot of the middlemen are not really beneficial when you right. think about it like you know what I mean like it's like alright what can you do well we can book the venue for you well we can book the venue ourselves right. or we can help promote it well we can help we can promote it ourselves right why are we paying you for something that we can do ourselves well exactly. a lot of people won't, won't allow you I'm sure that you guys have ran into those guys who, who will try to make sure that you don't have the, the information to get to be able to go to the venue and they're like well this is my guy I, he don't want to talk to nobody but me you know right. what I'm saying so it's kind of difficult it's like a union those thing people out of the yeah, way yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. and get straight direct to the source so if you get to a point but one of the things that they can never deny is what you do when you in there if you get in there and you sell them tickets whoever own that venue gonna be like man hey Hey, fuck, fuck what he's talking, talking about, about man. <laughs> get butt yeah, on the yeah, phone. Hey, one well, time. Well, who is the dude that <laughs> sold out three nights just now? I mean, like, right? Because now you have this grand job. Yeah, but oh, some but. sometimes um, innovation comes out of necessity, and it's like for us. I think the benefit with us is that we start, like you said, we're kind of pioneers in the financial literacy space. So we didn't even have the luxury of like music or comedy. It's already established industries. Y'all got agents. Y'all got so it's like you already. We had to just figure it out for ourselves because right. we didn't have an option to go through that. So, like, we literally had to call the venue. We had to, oh, we just wasn't going to do the show. Yep. So, all we know is independence <clears throat> by just that was the only option that we had. Mm-hmm. But that's beneficial because now we learned every aspect of it. So, now when we become big enough where now talent agencies are reaching out and they're mm-hmm. like, yo, we mm-hmm. want to produce this for you. Facts. It's like, we got all of the information already, like. But yeah. that makes y'all more valuable. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And they don't it, way it, more exactly. valuable it, it because I only need spot. you for your service. Exactly, yeah. and they looking at us like, well, can they sell out a venue that that holds 1,500 people? Because it's unheard it, of. It's unheard of. They've never seen it before. But to us, done. the shit look normal. <laughs> right. Like, what are y'all tripping on? Right. Yeah, we know we can do that. We've been right. doing this, but can I ask y'all a question? And then I'm tripping because I'm like, man, we only sold it out. Right. We're supposed to be adding the show. That's a fact. Can I ask y'all a question? Yeah, yeah. What made y'all do what y'all do? Because, like you say, financial advice, and a lot of us is scared to talk about money. Like, I don't give a damn. I I don't, I'm terrible. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't talk, talk about money. I don't talk about money. I don't talk about money. I ain't got to talk so much. But why y'all give financial advice, and what was it to say, you know what? These people need it. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I think timing is everything, right? Right. So looking at the landscape online, on social media, you see like there's an opportunity to relay information in a unique way. Right. It's like when Stuart Scott was like on ESPN early and he was talking about sports, but using like, you know, basketball, like um, street references and and hip hop and all of that. Mm -hmm. So it's new. Yeah, exactly. So the vision, the vision, you know, it was just like a, a open landscape mm -hmm. where it's like, all right, business is always forever. Mm -hmm. There's always been a Wall Street Journal, CNBC, like it's 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 not a unique industry, but the way that we curate it is unique. Yeah. So I think it was just one of these things where, you know, we have a relationship, we knew each other forever. He was a teacher. I'm a financial advisor before I did this. So right. we already have the financial literacy right. aspect of it. We've right. been teaching kids in the classroom, doing all of the work. So now it's like, all right, this is time to actually go outside of just a couple of people in, a, in the community yeah. mm -hmm. and go on social media. Mm -hmm. And then once social media embraced it, it now it just spreads like yeah. wildfire. Yeah. Wow. People wanted to invest in. I wanted to ask, are the kids receptive to the financial advice? Because people always say, they never taught us this. Yeah. Like, what's the what's the feedback y'all getting from the The kids are learning because the, the parents are learning, right? right? And so like, that's one of those things when you realize there's no age limit to this. Because like you said, it's rooted in education first. Right. It was first 14 year olds that we were teaching. Right. Right. And it was like, wait, they're grasping this. So like, imagine what they're going to do at 25. Imagine what they're going to do at 21. And then their parents didn't really have the information either. So it was like, everybody's learning at the same time. So that it's always been rooted in that. The kids now are like, this is great. Cause now they're learning about investing so Love young it. and they learned about the stock market and they're talking about things other than, you know, who's, you, know, you heard that verse? Right. You know, you saw what Bronnie did all in there? Right. You know, you saw what school he's going to? Right. Now stocks are coming in, into the conversation. Real estate's coming into conversation. Crypto's part of the conversation. The barbershop conversations are changing. Right. Like it goes like once those conversations start changing, the mindset starts. It's changing. like the school conditions people to right have a job, but to be employed, y'all condition them to keep a job. We never had nothing to condition us to Damn keep studio. the money. It I is. feel like economics was the only class that had some type of financial advice, and, you only got and they took as, it out. You got that as a senior, as an elective, rare. Right. They started really. taking it out half a semester, half yeah. a semester right. of it. Facts. But also, it's like. This, I always say this is the greatest invention of all time, in my opinion. Right. Because it literally connects everything. Mm -hmm. it, you can FaceTime somebody in China. You can, you know, email somebody. You can talk on the phone, text message, and social media. Can't they, you can't downplay the role of social media. Right. Social media, there would be no earn your leisure if it wasn't for social media. There'd be no, a lot of places if it wasn't for social media. Because it's like prior to that, you couldn't start a media company in 1990 with no money. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, you had to go to NBC, ABC. Like, there's only, like, a few different companies, right? Like, we literally started a media company on a, on a cell phone. Right. That's just looking at the landscape of social media. Seeing, like, this is a moment in history where anybody can really become a celebrity. Right. Previously, in order to be a celebrity, you had to be a comedian or a basketball player, athlete, mm -hmm. or a musician, mm -hmm. right? Then it's like, now, you could be a celebrity chef, Mm -hmm. You could be a celebrity trainer. Barber. You could be mm -hmm. a celebrity barber. Yeah. Or you can even be a celebrity financial teacher. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. So seeing that, like social media is such a powerful tool because it's empowered people. It's a lot of negative on social media, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of positive where now it's, it's giving people platforms to not only speak to 10, 15, 20 people, mm -hmm. millions of people, right? And that really... 
is a unique moment in history. There's never been a moment in history. Like people try to downplay things and they'll say like, you're a social media influencer, mm -hmm. but you're really a world leader. Cause there's very few moments in history where people have had a million people that followed them. Man, that's scary when you put right. that shit like that. Like, just think about like it. it. Like, influencer, that's the safe choice of words. Can you imagine if they was branding people as yeah, world, world leaders world. on yeah. social media? And that, but, that, mm -hmm. but that's a that's fact, though. Bad. Like, think about throughout history how many people had a million people that followed them. But this the thing, though. Just because you go viral doesn't mean that you're interesting. Like, that's a fact. You, you went viral because somebody want to see the next stupid shit you gonna do. And that, yeah. So, things yeah. are being promoted too but y'all have taken social media and like you said use it as a brand y'all created a brand and you can grow especially if you have something that people can invest in I watch y'all all the time because I like financial advice yeah. so I'm tuned in to what the fuck y'all got to and say because I feel like I know what y'all talking about when I see y'all on social media and I know y'all in the in the financial space, I be one like the comedian didn't even want to be leaving comment like broke ass nigga. <laughs> I know people gonna be watching it and they gonna be like, that's but my niggas, I, I that's my question to y'all. Like, you, you, like you said, it's always been a Wall Street journal. It's always been, you know, Wall Street has always existed. You know, the the world is really ran from this island right here in New York. Yeah. Like, how has that old God treated y'all because now, you know, you can't deny that you guys are financially, yeah. you know, in a space where you're influencing yeah. the game that has been going on for a long time. So how have y'all been received in that old God, that Wall Street crowd that that, you know, those guys who have been, you know, generationally dealing with money. And then here come two black men that started a media company on the Internet yeah. that more people are listening to than coming down to Wall Street and going up in them buildings like they were supposed to do for years. I think it's interesting. Um, the people who are inside of it, especially because it's the, the look of it is completely different, right? Like you're not expecting that information that's coming from Wall Street to, from two guys that look like us right. until it does. And so there's guys that are inside that that are like, yo, thank you, right? I couldn't say the things that y'all say. There's all kind of compliances that I, I can't speak the language that y'all. And the fact that y'all doing it in a language that's so digestible, like he can understand it, you can understand it, your sister can understand it, your mom can understand it. That wasn't happening very intentionally, right? Like we want to make sure that the, the language is at this level so that they can't understand it, so they can never take advantage of it until we like, all right, let's decode it for them. This is what they're really saying. And here's how you really could invest. Now you get the information, you take advantage of it. And so I think the I think the higher ups, I don't think they fully have realized the impact yet. But like y'all been able to like penetrate the the corporate uh, slam ball ass niggas. Like you get like a random DM from a profile, no picture, and it just be like Johnson and Johnson's going belly up, and then that's it. And then five Inside minutes later, you go back to look for that. Well, well, I'll, I'll tell you this because oh, let me. I just want to end that point because the impact. I don't know if they've realized it yet. Like the higher higher ups, right? But that I'm fine with that. Because who has felt the impact is the people it's that the people. look like us, right? Right. And like the by the time they get the information, utilize it, execute it, and start making money, right? So it's, it's already they're on to the next too late. Because we don't know none of this information. Not in our community. Right. That's not a, none that you do, but never crossed our shit. Yeah, he said he's fine with it, but it, I'm not because there's a there's a thing. So we are making inroads. Like we've we've been on CNBC a bunch of times. We've been on Bloomberg. We've got a lot of like um, the morning show, stuff like that. Right. But CNN came to InvestFest last year. But it's like, you have to be, the level of exceptional that you have to be just to even be on a radar for Black oh, yeah. is crazy. Because it's like, all right, if you look at Earn Your Leisure, right? 
we do an event like InvestFest last year in Atlanta with 14,000 people. Steve Harvey, Tyler Perry, all of these different people, like all black people. Like there's no event in the world like that. Right. right? That's just, it's exceptional within itself. Then right. you've got a network where we have our show, which is one of the top business podcasts. We have 19 Key Show, which is one of the top podcasts. We have Market Money. We have like three hit shows. That's difficult for any podcast network to accomplish. Tell me about it. Independent. So it's like we go on a world <laughs> tour. We do Royal Alba Hall in London. CNN comes to InvestFest. I appreciate them coming. But them coming, they, they the narrative was um, something about the Democratic Party or like it was a political play. And they're like, well, this is how we have to kind of weave it in. Right. Why do you, like, why don't you? Why the story should be fourteen thousand people right. came to Atlanta to about learn about it? Yeah, yeah you talking about motherfucker. So it's like they st- it's 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 a certain level of respect that's still not given, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like no matter how but you miraculous know. you 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 making you do now we come back with the with the fourteen thousand yeah. and do some shit that they said. Here, here, here's the thing, though, right? The fourteen thousand people that came. They got the information that's going to impact their lives. Right. So I, I'm looking at for why I say I'm fine is because I don't really need your validation. I won't need See, the, it. See, that's why I was forgetting that. The next time you come back, you do do some political shit, and then you fucking flip the vote, and now they really have the story that yeah. they're talking but, but, about. But, but you implement the political here, part with the financial. Here's, here's the dangerous exactly. part, though. Here's the dangerous part. It's not that we're looking. We need the validation, but this goes back to the finance conversation mm-hmm. where they like I. Earn, technically, Earn Your Leisure is already a billion dollar company. If it, if we were white, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. complex, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so how many more people could we employ? How many more? This is this is the issue. Like, we gotta hire some white. People. It's like Timberland said something that, that was extremely that insightful to us. He's like, "Yo, how come all of our billionaires are worth one billion, two billion? Like, everybody's two billion." He's like, "To me, Jay Z's already worth thirty billion because look, look at what he's done. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got dudes." That you never even heard of worth eighteen billion off of a dog company and you know what I'm saying? Because it's we're like dealing with a system the, we didn't create. We well, that's what I'm saying. Them. The level of to, the level of exceptionalism that you have to be when you're black is different, and it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard for people to even have sympathy for that because it's like if you're just working, just trying to just put food on the table, you're not trying to hear about. What yeah, I'm man, talking about right now. Right, man, a billion that nigga. Yeah, got to save some money in my ass. Some motherfuckers but, owe me $600 right now. Everybody ain't going to get it, though. But, that's, but now y'all, <laughs> but y'all in this space, y'all got it. So now this is like a conversation that you could probably relate to. Right. Right? When they calling you like podcasters and it's like, yo, we did all of this. We got a, now we got a building dollar. Like, oh, no, nah, you got to understand with us, people have been moving the goalposts with us for years. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you got to understand like when... When you show it, one of the things that I realize about any form of entertainment or anything that you do when you're in front of people, it's a certain level of natural ability that comes with that. But when people see that the things that it takes them, I'm talking about weeks and months to practice and try and you can just show up out the get out the car yawning. Oh, what are we doing? All right, boom. <laughs> Those people immediately say, oh, well, we can't judge them by the same parameters because Fuck that. You know what I mean? It was too easy for him. So now we got to move the goalposts over here. Yeah. Everybody else is great if they get this accomplished. But since you accomplished it so easy, you got to jump over six hurdles now, <laughs> nigga. I got to like see yeah. you do that. Then you jump over the six hurdles. They like, well, jump over some alligators. Seven. But see, this is that though. <laughs> I mean, eight. You know what I'm saying? Just how it goes. We're it? humble enough to know that we could be replaced. Hmm. But we wise enough to know that can't nobody fuck with us. Mm. Damn, I wish you would have said that. I had somebody I wanted to say that to. 
You see what I'm saying? <laughs> man, that's, I, I had a perfect situation. That would have hit well on. That shit, oh. <laughs> shit would have hit hard. Like yeah. you say, I, I get that. You, that's a human nature of saying you frustrated because it's like, bro, stop playing with our name, bro. But I'm also on your side like, bro, fuck what they, they see that. That's the narrative they want to paint. We brought 14,000 motherfuckers out who say different. Next time we're going to bring 28. They can yep. create what they want to say. Long as we keep God first and we keep doing what we supposed to yeah. do, it's gonna fall in place. Yeah, so all four thousand. Oh, you should have fucked with him and talked a little fall shit. In place what are you guys time? doing here? Hey, we came to vote for Stacey Taylor. That would have scared the shit out of the white people. That wasn't a clap moment. All right. I went to the. Yeah, you gonna come back? What? The Ross. Hey, you gotta take the plunger. Pause. Shit. <laughs> they've been doing they've been doing that forever. Look at just y'all having fourteen thousand people. I'm sure that that probably wasn't the number that was pr promoted. You know what I'm saying? It's no different. They did it with the Million Man Mosque. That's a fact. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they was uh, it was two hundred thousand people. It was way. What more if they cheating them? Maybe it might have been twenty. They just told them it was fourteen. That's yeah, not exactly. We, we have our own. I know. Yeah, there's I know some niggas outside that didn't come in too. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. <laughs> and it was people that was on their way that didn't make it. You get to count them too. Yep. So I wonder as y'all are creating more businesses and creating more verticals, are y'all looking at it like, yo, we've added more assets to this company. At some point, if if a Comcast comes asking, like, hey, we're interested in adding 85 media, 85 South Media to the portfolio, or Apple TV comes and says, like, we want to add it. Is that a, a conversation that y'all be willing to have? Yeah. Yeah, because my whole goal is to, in life is just to make a hundred million dollars or so. A hundred million uh, that sounds like a hundred million dollar conversation to me. I definitely have it. Mm. But why wouldn't we? They're not buying us. Right. They're buying a product. Right, right, right. Start another one. Like it's like I was just uh you know, I'm real, uh, you know, history buff in certain aspects. And y'all grew up watching wrestling, I'm sure. Absolutely. You remember when uh WCW was owned by Time Warner, you know, you know what I'm saying? He owned the company, but then when they got Ted bought Turner, out, yeah. Ted Turner got yeah. bought out and then he, you know, lost control of the product to where he didn't have any more control. And Eric Bischoff was like, man, I, how you going to tell me how to run my company? Mm -hmm. Like in that conversation, I know I would just be like, okay, what is it that I want to be established that what are you going to turn this into if we hand the keys over to you? Because the product that we've, you know, even if we get the money, you still want to look up and see your product still flourish. Now you got to still play ball. You know why? Because Ted Turner still own the whole channel, the network. You own the show. I own the network. No, but not when he got bought out. He didn't own anything. He was a figurehead at that point, which exactly. is cool. But it's still his channel. Yeah, but, you know. He the majority owner. So you piss this person off. Now, now wrestling comes on at three in the morning. <laughs> now it's not profitable no more. Right. Screw it. Because you want to play hardball <laughs> with Big Dick. Uh, he said, uh -huh. so, <laughs> so, <laughs> why you make that noise at this? No, he said, Big that. Dick. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm just saying, you can't go against the bigger boss. Oh, yeah, of course. So, all the way. So let me ask you, because this, this actually just made me think of something. I know y'all answered this question before, but I always wanted to know personally. Did y'all speak to Ross after? Have you spoken to him? 
But we don't have no problems with Rome. No, no, no. I'm just saying, have you spoken I to him? I personally haven't spoken to him, but he did address the fact no, that he, 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 addressed he it, said he was going to come back. You know what I'm saying? But I personally <laughs> haven't, you know. But you never him. had a conversation. No, no. But if I was to see him, I would be like, bro, hey, man, you that, hey, you still coming back? I, I really would just ask, like, man, <laughs> I would. why you? Why I just you? laugh at him. Like, don't let me. Why you leave, bro? Like, tell me the real reason why you left. Like, you had the boo boo, did you, nigga? Tell the truth. That's back <laughs> we had. And that old studio was he not know that. Producer. I think he know that. That's why we ain't ran into him like that. <laughs> I seen him like once at the airport. You seen like, him at the airport? Yeah. Y'all spoke? Yeah. What how would it go? He's just like my bad homie. <laughs> Things get to happening. Yeah, you know what you know I'm mean? saying? See, that's his influence. Why everybody use his voice when they talk? Yeah. <laughs> he did nah. it. You did it pretty nah, good. We, look, man, Rose, Rose, good people, man. We oh man, it, it's so, some of that shit. No, I can't bet, yo. See? I can't bet. <laughs> Ross good people, man. It's, I wouldn't. I don't expect nothing. Nothing less. He did exactly what I thought he would have done, and it's just it, he was so so him. It, it fit. Yeah. I wouldn't change the way that it happened. I had the world talking about it. Yeah. It was the most shocking moment it ever. Was and the it was part great. that they never talked about is that the show went on. Yeah, we did another hour with just us no, after I, he left. It was no, nothing stopped. It was right. it. and yeah. that's what hit, he hit, said hit, right before he hit, left. Hit. Man, you got to keep going, <laughs> and that's exactly what we <laughs> did. <laughs> we did. So hit, we followed hit, the, hit the crate thing. I got some inside info on this because um, Chad hit me before the episode came out, and he was like, "Yo, crazy shit happened, bro." I'm like, "What happened?" He's like, "Yo, Ross, Ross walked out of the interview, um, and he didn't he didn't come back." And I'm like, "Well, how long?" He was like, "We we was already like." 45 minutes in. So I'm th I'm thinking of, I'm like it's not that bad. Right. I'm, I'm just thinking that you didn't have you didn't close the show. Right. But then I I'm like, oh shit, there actually is another hour. Yeah. After like, you know cuz when I watch cuz when he was telling me I didn't understand. I'm like I'm like he's like, "Nah, we did an hour with him." I'm like, right. I'm thinking the, the show's over." Right. He no. just he just didn't formally close it out. Yeah. I didn't realize that you, the show continued until I actually watched. It. I'm like, "Oh, they just kept going." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just the plan. That we weren't. We definitely weren't tripping. We didn't take it to heart. We were just like, oh. "I, right, we gonna finish what we do, and we'll try to figure out what here happened." The crazy later. part is, we were probably, I would say, maybe a good 20, 30 minutes from finish on, on like into that other hour, yeah. right. and we was like. Hey, he he really next him, bro. Before you realized it, yeah, like we like, yo, he was like, he gone, and then Ryan came and was like, yeah, guys, um, sorry, Ross left. Ross, he said he had to. I was like, all right, pat me the chicken wing, nigga. I already nigga fly so stupid when you watch your back. Fly said, oh, so that's how that nigga leave. So man, but it was love though, and the fact that he felt the need to, what he didn't have to do, he didn't have to address it after the fact, but but you know that goes into what we were talking about the people we didn't never say nothing about right. it the yeah. people, uh, us three that was there never said a word about it beyond whatever we talked about on the show but after all the people that supported us said something to him and made him say you know what hey man i, I fuck with you, bro yeah. there, there wasn't no I, i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna finish so that was you know the fact I that we didn't the back that means that the people that rock with us. <laughs> Yo, this, you know this, is, this is interesting now, right? Because I'm like I've watched y'all plenty of times, and it's straight off the top of the head. Right, it's impromptu. It's genius, right? But now we're talking about producer shows making independent movies. Do we now begin writing 
or do we ben get right, a we get a, we get a team a team around to write like a script? Like, how does that work for you? GPT, that's it right that's there. We, we, we just gonna make get Chat GPT to write the script. We turn it in and then show up and film what the fuck we want to film. That's what it is, you know. Make me a thirty paid movie right now. Right. And it, it'll do it. It's gonna do it. For real? That's and the crazy so part, we, we all been hired as writers on different projects, so it wouldn't be shit. You know, never does the same thing twice. Yeah, it won't be. It won't be shit to come up with it. We've all been hired. That bitch ain't finna write no movie. We'll do it right now. We'll do it after this. Guarantee it'll do it. It'll do it. And your and and like your comedy style. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Everybody knows who you are. Man, I promise you, man. We create that movie. They're gonna be like AI on that whole goddamn thing. We know the database. What you want the movie to be about? Because we're gonna play the audio into this database to see. You know, I, I'm real tech savvy. Let me take this audio. Let me play it into this database. They're gonna be like, right you gonna get a cease and uh, desist order, and they're gonna be like, AI created this entire thing. Yeah. Well, well, that's one of the things we don't know. So there's a lot of unknowns with AI. We don't know what could happen. Right. Yeah. That could potentially happen. Who knows? Everybody, let's say this this whole thing is just they just letting everybody just get everybody, then and then yeah. they're gonna come back with the Rico. Now they gonna GPT find Rico for everybody. We come to get all of it. Own your master services oh. gonna find out who's been stealing everybody's ideas, and then once they label you as a thief, they're gonna start. They're gonna set you up for the Rico shit. I mean, but they're gonna give you some shit that they know you're gonna steal. Like if you have it on your computer and you using this shit all the time. That's the part that's scary to me. Is like you think about this shit in this stage. It's the etch a sketch at this point. Like that's, that's where we at in the that's stage of this. It's like it's at that etch a sketch stage where all you could do is just draw them little squiggly lines and shake that shit. That's the level. But in ten years, ooh, I mean, I, I. Just the thought of what you're gonna be able to do, or iPad, nigga, an etch a sketch to an iPad, exactly. Or, or this is what. Go scroll up. It's, we, whoa, it's right in the script right now for you. Look at the title. man. No, don't play this shit around me, y'all. <laughs> this shit. This the log line. It says when the hilarious trio of DC Young Fly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean stumble upon a buried treasure map, promising one hundred million dollars, they embark on a wild and uproarious adventure. Comedy around them. Claim the fortune with their unique blend of comedy and wit. They'll face outrageous challenge, eclectic <laughs> characters, and plenty of laughs along the way. What did you just say on the microphone just a few seconds ago? Whoa. You just said Interior, just 85 South Comedy Club, night. DC, Carlos, and Chico, the comedic powerhouse known as 85 South, perform their side-splitting stand-up routines to a roaring audience. Hey, gonna be out after the crazy. show, they gather <laughs> after stage for drinks. <laughs> DC, they already got your line. Read your yeah, line, Read your DC. line. Man, read your line. Bro, you know what would be dope, y'all? <laughs> $100 million just lying around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we would be the funniest rich dudes ever. Read your lie, Chico. For real. <laughs> Man, no treasure map in this comedy game, though. That's crazy. Suddenly, a mysterious stranger enters the backstage area. Stranger, actually, gentlemen. There is a treasure map. To a hundred million dollars. <laughs> the 85 South Trio's eyes wide in disbelief. DC. Reading this bullshit. No way, man. <laughs> Stranger. Way. But be warned. It won't be easy. You'll face outrageous challenges, outsmart cunning foes, and of course, crack plenty of jokes along the way. That's letting him know you're selling your soul. You got to be fucked up, bitch. Where my line at, man? <laughs> well, 
We're always up for a challenge. Let's go get that money. This shit is crazy. Spoil me this. That's a good ass board. <laughs> I like that shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, I like that shit. Stranger, I already told us. Hey, Amen. But, but, but you don't be saying, outraged. But another thing is, imagine what we don't have access to. Yeah. Imagine what Elon Musk, this is, the, this is this is what we can do, right? Imagine what Elon Musk has yeah, that's right now. He is at home right now 3D printing some pussies. Right. <laughs> I heard Dame Dash say something that was profound. Dame Dash said, if you had the ability to read minds, would you tell everybody? So if you think about the people who have the real power, right. why would they tell us what the real power is? You right. would be shocked if you knew the shit that was yeah. really out here. Guilty. I had y'all, y'all got to, you know, if it was a room, like if they said behind that door, all the real answers to any questions you can ever have in your life, the real unquestionable answers, you're going to know exactly what the truth is about anything behind this door. Would you go in? I'm going. I don't want it. I want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah, got to do it. It's scary. I'm gonna never gonna be happy You'll again, never be the same again. No, you're not going to be the same. You'll never be the same. It's like it's red pill. What's the first thing you ask? Yeah. What's the first thing you would you, ask? Would you do it? Who? Yeah, I would. That's the thing I mean to be honest. Just because I just, I you my know what I mean? I just, going. Listen, man. The Bible told you don't bite the apple off the tree. But you said the apple looked like an apple. I'm going on this side. I've okay. already been told. I'm straight. I don't want that apple. You black people are so... Yo, y'all kill me with this. That shit. That was fire. That that I'm going. That, that's gonna be a social media clip with that um Yo. chat GBT thing. See, that's going. fire. That's first fire. thing I'm asking. That's a script. That's a script. First thing I'm asking. What's the first thing you asking? Yeah. Why do niggas have it so hard? Who set it up like this? Mm. She I'm got quiet. I'm stupid. Y'all ain't gotta go. I go ask, there. I'm gonna ask <laughs> dumb just to see how good, if the shit is real. Be like, hey. Did OJ do it? <laughs> OJ do it. <laughs> and then they, if they did, they, they prove like, uh, did he do it? Watch this. No, oh, that, oh shit. All right, all right, see, all right. that's the answer you expect. That's too much. <laughs> and then oh, when, they, when they play you the clip and you see them, that white man who really killed them folks, you're going to be like, oh, oh shit. The evil way is the best shit ever, man. This I ain't nothing like I that. I mind my motherfucking business. I don't want to know if it ain't in no book. But you can't change nothing. You just know it. No, you can't change anything. Like, oh, free but, slave but, ass but, nigga. But, I just mind my business. I don't want to know nothing. You can't change nothing, oh, but you want to know automatically change forever. You are changed. You are yes, changed yes, because yes, you yes. can't come back into the world. It's like I said, it's like the red pill, blue pill. It's like when mm -hmm. you remember that one of my favorite scenes out the Matrix is when my man was explaining what he wanted his life to be like when he went back in the Matrix. Like, I don't. I want I want this I want that I want this I want like to be able to establish that type of shit to me I think that's what we on our way to I think you're going to be able to establish your life the way you want it to be mm -hmm. and just sit down somewhere and have them plug your ass up and you live the life the way you want to do it until you nigga, pass away nigga come punch your ass while you sleep fuck nigga hey you talking about you ain't going to know nope. yeah you will cause you ain't going to get so you can pay the fucking bill I'm going to wake you up you going to have to unplug so you can pay the fucking bill no you going to have to pay that before Yo, you get in there. Waking up with no Oh, then it cut my shit off. <laughs> Back in real life again. Card expired. Hell no. You see that? Power trip. You see they just um, approved lab-grown chicken. 
Man, I, I'm from D.C., man. I'm from D.C. I know I didn't, boy, them curry outs in the city, boy. I didn't ate some lab-grown everything. Yeah. And some them, ve- them veggie meats, them, that, man, come on, man. You we think that shit vegetarian? that shit for the longest anyway. You think that shit vegetarian? Like, you talking about, like, the burgers? Uh, I, like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't like that explanation. Like, the way they be like, yeah, it's, it, it look like meat. It feel like meat. You know, they got the texture of meat. Is like, that sound like a deal, though, sir. Me. Uh, oh, oh well, yeah, I eat the man burgers. No, I, don't eat, I never ate. Never, never ate the pussy. You never ate the Oh, nigga, you grew up earning your leisure. You mean? I eat public school lunch. Like my mom. So you know, you heard Dr. Sebi? Yeah. So my mom went to Dr. Sebi like twenty years ago. Like early, I heard about him when I was a little kid. He used to have a, a spot in Brooklyn. Actually, well, you've been rich. Um, nah, well, he privileged as Ben had his leisure. Nah, anybody, He was for the community. He was actually in the community. That's why they said, like, when it was like they killed Dr. Sebi, he was teaching health. Like, so Sebi, he had a, um, it was like a storefront in Brooklyn. And what happened was, like, it was just regular people from the neighborhood. I don't even know if he was really charging them like that. It was just like, and he was curing people of all kinds of stuff. Like, I seen it firsthand. My mom, like, she lost like 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. And it was like all kinds of things that he was doing. And he would just look at you, like, she would tell me stories of, like, he would just look at you, like, he like breathe. He can smell your breath. He be like, all right, this is what you need. Da, 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 da. Like, this is what's wrong. He look at your eyes. You're not doing enough. You need some. And he was like, and it was just working. So I say that to say, once she got on that kick, she became a vegetarian. This nigga was getting sent to school with jackfruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> be like, bro, you got a lunchable? Nope, but uh, I got this jackfruit burger. You want a bite? I'm like, nah, nigga. But what you I'm good. saying is this shit been around. No, nah, but what I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is that I learned yeah. early, like the food is the most important thing. Yeah. Facts. It's in the food. That's what you the consume. most important thing. Yeah. In, like, that in, in the world. So what they... The poison is in the food. But here's the thing I don't understand, though, about that mentality. I respect whatever anybody does, but I just don't understand the mentality when people talk about, like, meat eaters versus vegetarians. You know how much shit they putting in the meat? Mm -hmm. So if they have the power to put the shit in the meat, what makes you think that the same people don't have the power to fuck the vegetables up? Oh, yeah, not for sure. I I mean, like, what? so, like, if you're not growing your own food, anybody who's growing their own food, them the people, I'm like, oh, you really? But if you you want to buy the- awesome vegetables that ain't even good enough? that bugs won't eat them that tell you some shit right there well even the vegetables and the fruit is not the same like you go to other countries and it, you taste the fruit it don't even taste like the fruit that we got here like it's all oh, yeah when you go to Ghana get that white pineapple man yeah. that yeah. shit is but, it's like cotton candy grape. oh my god just <laughs> like how do we get there I mean yeah. hey, what I, it, whatever whatever they what, did what to them called? I'm sorry I'm gonna good. go ahead them shits is bomb what it's called uh, the guy- it's, they got a in Ghana they got a, a pineapple but it's white it's not yellow like the pineapple we eat. It's white pineapple, but this is the best. Man, man, yeah, I when y'all come in December, we gonna have some. Really? Like, when y'all come in December, we gonna have some. Yo, we're in December. Where? That's we gonna be in Ghana. Yo, so. What day? December twenty uh, seventh is when they going. But I'm going at. I, like I said, I'm going at the end of the year every year now. So it's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, yeah, end of the end of the year into January in Ghana, like December that's after everybody Christmas. Comes. That's when everybody comes. The weather is beautiful. They party every day. So you are gonna have to bring your New Year in Ghana every year? It, well, I'm gonna probably work. You know, we work on New Year's, but I'm a. No, nah, fuck from Ghana. We going to Ghana. No, nah, I, I like right, bro, man, it that was, was for the crew, man. It was the it was the best one of the best decisions I ever made. Cause you know, like you know, we, we all the shit we done went through. I realized, man, I hadn't started grieving Wanda at all. So right. I went out there for that. And then when I tell you, bro, like just being out there and being amongst I, all I the black go. people and go. seeing that a lot of the misconceptions that they have been giving us over here, they make it seem like 
over there that yeah. we not appreciated and love, man. When I went over there, man, them people love us. Like, nigga, we could go over there and do a show for real. It sure. wasn't a day that I walked around that motherfucker. The people wasn't coming up to me, showing me us, asking about y'all two niggas, and it was the most peaceful. I'm talking about the people don't ain't nobody begging. Mm. They all working. It's beautiful. Some of the most beautiful women you ever see in your life, man. Everybody treats you with respect. Everybody's respectful. It's quiet. I ain't hear no dogs barking, no sirens, nothing. The whole time it was just the most peaceful shit I ever did in my life, man. And I advise all black people, man. And even if it's not Ghana, go somewhere in yeah, Africa. I gotta go. Go. You just you said you want black people to go? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, you never been to Africa before? Hell nah, I'm bread. But because I got a feeling if I go, I ain't gonna want to come back. That's possible. I know that. Y'all been to Ghana before, right? No, 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 no. This is Nigeria. In Nigeria. We yeah, haven't been to Ghana. Um, yeah, this I'm like, baby. Yeah, I ain't never been to Nigeria. Ooh, I won't. I heard Nigeria turned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so they party hard. Boy, here well. I gotta go get me some white pineapples. No, oh, yeah. Well, we, we appreciate y'all, brothers. Man, what's next? What's what's next for y'all? What y'all want to <laughs> make the people aware of? What y'all got cooking other than anything else that we talked about? Man, today? go watch that Netflix special. Right now, man. Run, it up, one, run man. it up, run it up. Run it up. Channel 85. Channel 85, man. The merch. Man, you're going to merch. merch. Everything. You know, all the shows, management, everything. All that. Music, man. Fuck a nigga talking about what? <laughs> we coming, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out to the whole team, too. Yeah, Shout out to the whole team. Everybody, man. And yeah. salute to y'all, man. Financial advice. Bravo to y'all and everything that y'all doing, man. I, you know, we excited. We love to see y'all go up because, you know, we we remember when y'all was really just kicking this thing off and we all was at different stages in our career. So for us to be here now and to be doing all of these things that we doing and getting all these accomplishments. To yeah, be Troy able got to big happen. Rolexes on. Yeah, man. And, 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 and I'm oh, talking and about. Oh, humble one. Yeah. I'm talking about like, he be stunned. Yeah, all the way, man. And this, big roulette, big G-Wag. We it's, doing something wrong to see, man. Beautiful to see, man. Salute to y'all brothers, man. And we look forward to doing some more great shit together. Yes. I'm ready to get in group chat. Y'all think yeah. we're pushing. Nah, we got I invest. <laughs> it I up, it. man. I love it. I'm about to ask chat that. GPT what I should invest in. <laughs> you ask, it's not going to tell you. Not yet. This, this version Boy, can't tell you. Like, oh, so that's the one thing that they won't. They it'll, won't it'll write a script for you, but somebody, it won't teach you how to make you no somebody money. Somebody is creating that, I'm sure. Oh, wow. Oh, look, oh, look, what's going to tank what and what's going to ride in the next six months, bitch? <laughs> Don't forget that part. <laughs> like I like the way can you invest in it. Like, can you invest in ChatGPT? Is it, so is the best, it possible? Not yet. Not yet. So open, can you invest in AI though? Yeah. So, well, that's what I said, so yeah. Best. So like. So like. But ChatGPT is owned by a company called OpenAI. But open, there's rumors this that OpenAI might go public. That's not the one. If it goes public, it's gonna go crazy. So um, what the fuck that mean? What's kind of scared that? What they mean go public? Is like, already public? No, on the stock market. So everybody can invest uh, yeah, this so one. People can invest in it. So how the hell you get Chat TV on your uh, on it's your phone? App, bro. It's an app. That's yeah, that. Just download that. It's right there. I just downloaded it. They got the free version, but the paid version is like twenty dollars a month. month. The paid version, just you get the paid $20, version. Twenty dollars a month. This is uh four point oh. This but, this is this is the paid. Yeah, version. click open. Yep. So you just no, you got to go in there and then. It'll I was act. about to say you really just downloaded me an app that costs twenty dollars a month. No, 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 no. you got to got to say with I no downloaded the free version for you. They gonna you gonna ask which one you want and then you with, no fucking, with no apologies. My face ID and everything. No, <laughs> but you go. You already invested, right? So and like, the one that you told me about, yeah, so Nvidia, Nvidia, right? Yeah, that creates the, the GPUs that make that move faster. Right? Oh, okay. So like that's a way to invest. It. If you invest in Microsoft, that has a oh, percentage right. well, of. No, I ain't got no Microsoft. That's already uh, in OpenAI. Then that's yeah. that's the Google's creating their own one too. That's so the it's, it's gonna be in. It, it had the biggest debut in app history. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I, one? They it's, had. It's, the, 
The green one or the black one? The black one. Oh, I got the green one. I'm sorry. But the green one, they got the green one. Got more stars than the black. Let me see. Pass, pass this one. Chat GBT, cut the check, man. Please. Man, most definitely, because yeah, I am in the there. Check. This is All right, how you work this yeah. shit? This is the yeah. screen? You just type in what you want at the bottom? Yeah, type in the, yeah, that one right the bottom. There. The black, it's, it's the white. Yeah, it's the black. It's white. And you can type yeah. in anything? What's the difference? I never did the green one. I'll, I'll down. Which one you got? The green one? And the white. White with the black. Why, yeah. why the green one got more, more, more subscribers and shit like that? Uh-huh. 147. 147. Let's do both. Do both on your phone too, man. Oh, the shit just talked to you. I typed in titties. This and I'm sorry, but I'm unable to engage in a discussion or provide any content. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it'll give you answers. I type in titties in every search bar this I see on the internet. Titty. Cause I know that this phone this track the record. Right. And the first Sometimes thing he said, I just pick my phone up and go big titties, and I just put it down. But I'm, I'm gonna put a problem. So how do y'all feel about that when your phone hit what you say and then all of a sudden you got ads? That's why that hundred million dollar shit in the script scared me because we was just talking about that shit. That happens all that happens all the time though. Like but you what talk, is that though? That's that's like you invading our privacy. No, for sure. Because we didn't advise y'all to do that. Yeah, your microphone's on on your phone. So of you, course, it's always on. Yeah, yeah. it's hearing so, what you're saying. What it do? I'm about to create a whole story for you. Know what I'm saying though, like we can, we can kind of like sue the the phone company because like no, you the, can't. we didn't, we didn't ask for that. When you no. bought the phone, it's a whole lot of little fine print in there, and it tell you you can't sue nobody because you using this shit under your own personal experience. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like when you sign up for a social media app, you gotta they they, they, they own your con they own your content they own your pictures and all say, that. Do you agree to the terms and content? Nobody, nobody reads, reads that shit. Nobody reads it. They could show up at your house and be like, you remember when you signed up for that app? You owe us. I mean, what you that, mean owe you? I mean, it's like you no, know we won't. Like you've been, a, like you, you've been. No, a, I don't you ain't read it? Y'all been to London lately? Nah, uh-uh. nah, not yet. Have you been to London, period? Yeah. yeah. So you, you know, when you go to London, they, they, you know, they take the video. So it was crazy because we went to the club, and in the clubs in London, they was like, yo, <laughs> if you wear a hat, you got to take your hat off or wear it to the back. And I'm like, why? I understand taking it off. Right. Why are you wearing it to the back? Then I realized that it's because of the facial recognition. So when you come in the country, take a picture of your face. So when you go in a club, the whole city's under surveillance. Bro. So with your hat to the back, they can see your face. <laughs> with your hat to the front, your face might be covered. Oh, wow. Dude, you would not believe this shit. This says, this the story that it wrote about titties. It says, once upon a time in a bustling city of Laughterland, there lived a hilarious comedian named Carlos Miller. Known for his quick wit and infectious humor, Carlos was adorned by audiences far and wide. He had a unique ability to find laughter in the most unexpected places. One day, Carlos was preparing for a comedy show. He received an unusual request. A friend approached him and said, Carlos, I have a special challenge for you. Can you make a joke about big breasts without being offensive? <laughs> Carlos pondered it for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Intrigued by the creative challenge. He believed in the power of laughter to bring people people together. And he saw an opportunity to create something that will tickle everyone's funny bone. Wow. The cra- and the crazy thing about it is you can train it. So you, it, it knows you guys already. So you can say, all right, write something in DC Young Fly's voice. You, can't, it- you can't cut me off right here. It's, going, it's getting too good. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
It says, with his imagination at work, Carlos began crafting a story on stage. He started by sharing a tale about a mythical land called the land of voluptuous curves. In this land, there lived a tribe of women known as the ample bosom beauties. These women possess big beautiful breasts that was celebrated and revered throughout the land. They were proud of their unique gifts <laughs> and saw them and as a symbol them. of strength <laughs> and femininity. The women of this tribe were known for their confidence and incredible sense of humor. God, that, yeah. this is the best app ever. I'm going to go, bro. This is a whole new segment on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Chat GBT segment. Bedtime stories with Carlos. But yeah, so, so, I guarantee you they go on. So, 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 you, so, you, so you like, I right, write it in an aggressive manner. Write it in a in a lighthearted manner. Write it in and like it yeah, depending on depending prompt. on how you want it, how you prompt it is gonna react to it. And then it gets to learn you. So it every day it gets smarter. Cause keep in mind, Chad GBT is getting fed information every single day. So every day it gets smarter and smarter and smarter. It's shit is crazy, bro. Two. That's beyond crazy. Yeah. Man. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for rocking with us. <laughs> yeah, man. Great. We'll see you next Everybody week. Everybody on Chat GBT. Boy, that shit's crazy. <laughs> Everybody on Chat GBT. Look, I'm like, I'm going to I'm away. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Yeah. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> A mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.